Hello and welcome to episode four of Stage Milk Acting Conversations. As always, I continue to be Andrew Hurl and thank you for tuning in. Today on the podcast, I'm chatting with Zoe Angus, who is the director of Equity, which is a part of MEAA, the Media, Entertainment and Arts Alliance, which for our international listeners is basically the union for actors here in Australia. So we chat very specifically about MEAA, but I think a lot of the principles and a lot of what we're talking about does apply to the rest of the world, basically about how it's important as actors to have a strong community and to stand up for our rights as performers because uh, they're always being chipped away at by various companies and individuals. Anyway, it's a great chat. I really enjoyed um, speaking with Zoe. I hope you guys enjoy it. And without further ado, here it is, my chat with Zoe Angus. Hi, Zoe. Thanks for uh, taking some time out to have a chat on the podcast. It's a pleasure, Andrew. Nice to meet you. Um, so maybe we'll start. You are the director. I'm the uh, national director national of director. Equity, which is a section of the Media, Entertainment and Arts Alliance, which is the union for creative professionals in Australia. Yeah, brilliant. Um, and so in your role, what is obviously overseeing everything? What, what's the sort of um, core core function that you're sort of doing as well, part of equity? I head up a, um, a, a small, vibrant, um, lively team um, who, um, who together with uh, the elected representatives who are our National Performers Committee who are elected um, uh, performers from all around the country in different areas from screen, musicals, Mm. Um, variety performers, a whole uh, range of um, of different types of artistic backgrounds, uh, and uh, that is the body, the National Performers Committee, the body that um, that makes decisions about the directions uh, of the. Yeah, of great. The so that that body, which is actually made up of performers mainly, yep, is is Entirely, really yes. core in in making decisions. Crucial. For equity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is fantastic because I think, um, yeah, having that insider perspective obviously is very important. And I think uh, equity um, is quite a unique union amongst um, other unions in the labour market, really is driven by performers themselves. Mm. Uh, And so, uh, you know, there will be at least um, uh, two meetings a year where nationally all the performers come together from around the country face to face Mm -hmm. uh, and sit down for a couple of days and uh, and really make... um, big decisions about the directions uh, that we want to take in a policy level. Uh, and then also, of course, there's the monthly teleconference where uh, you know people gather and talk about the specific issues that, that um, come up along the way. But it's very much a members-driven organisation. Yeah. Um, with, with equity, um, as opposed to, I think, some international um, other unions, it... To, to become a member, what, what is the process? It's, it's not necessarily about having done a previous professional role. Actors at all levels can, can be a part of equity. Is that, is that right? Yeah, as, uh, as long as um, you're a performer, of, um, an artist of, of some sort, so you fall within mm. the sort of the scope of our membership. Yep. Um, you are, and indeed students as well, um, 
you know, we would encourage uh, acting students to join during their their years of training, so that mm. they it's an important part of preparation for the industry. Yeah. Uh, and um, um, well, we welcome um, you know anyone in the field in the industry to join. We're a, it's a stronger industry uh, if people are in the union. And it really feels like that. I mean, I think. Um yeah, there's a feel, you know, among the industry from my years out of drama school that um, from from all levels that you really should be a part of the union, um, which is fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess we kind of loosely covered that. But what do you think if you were giving the sales pitch, as it were, to people like what is um, what do you think are the kind of core benefits of becoming a member? And, and why would you um, encourage perhaps a young actor or an actor who's never been a part of equity to get on board? Okay, so I think that in a nutshell, equity stands for three things. It stands for uh, equity is the voice of performers in the industry. Uh, it is also the organisation that sets the minimum industrial conditions. So we're talking about ensuring there is a proper floor of, uh, of pay and conditions. Uh, and it is also about building community. So it's uh, it's uh, unique, I think, from other unions in the sense that it has an, a, an industry-wide focus as well. We advocate on behalf of uh, the importance of arts funding, uh, you know, the the um, proper funding and independence of the ABC, uh, deregulation of visas, a whole range of broad industry issues that um, e equity stands for as the voice of performers. Uh, there is clearly that core bread and butter industrial work that we do about ensuring there is a safe minimum floor. Uh, and it is about building community uh, and ensuring that there is professional development opportunities, that there is a networking capacity and there is a strong sense of, um, of fraternity and, uh, and kindness and solidarity amongst the acting community themselves in mm. what is a tough industry yeah absolutely um so how do you because i know um yeah like i say it is it is a tough um industry and i think a lot of actors especially like new grads can feel perhaps disheartened after being through you know quite a regimented quite organized three or four years at you know drama schools or various training um how do you help sort of foster that that community feel and what can actors do um to get more involved well, you think about actors coming straight out of drama school and they've spent, you know, three to four years in this um, sweet cocoon <laughs> environment um, of building an intensity amongst themselves as a family and then they come out into what is a really tough industry. And we've just uh, released um, uh, important data, landmark survey uh, of actors in Australia that reveals, for example, that 40% uh, of Australian actors earn less than $10,000 a year from their craft. 60% uh, uh, earn less than 20,000. Uh, in fact, you think about actors uh, being successful and less than 5% of the acting community earn above the full-time average wage in this country. Mm. 5%. So a tiny sample uh, are, are financially secure and successful. Uh, add to that the data around mental health in this industry uh, and you hear mm. a really grim picture of... Um, 44% of Australian actors uh, grapple with between moderate to severe anxiety. Uh, and that was, was that a study you guys were a part of? I did see that came out recently, wasn't it? Two uh, studies have just come out in the last mm. year. One that um, our Equity Foundation worked in close um, conjunction with Sydney University and another one came out of Victoria University. Um, mm. 
and both uh, had very large sample sizes, both um, really respected landmark, groundbreaking data. So it's grim, right? We know it's mm. really tough. It's, uh, um, you know, it's uh, the, the creative endeavour is a very um, uh, hard um, job, hard mm. uh, environment to work in. So in that context, it becomes all the more important that there is um, that, that equity play a role in building the community mm. of performers. Uh, and so we run more than 100 uh, events a year uh, and they are discussions, for example, between, you know, there'll be a discussion between a writer and an actor or a director and uh, an actor. Uh, we run uh, masterclasses, we run uh, workshops on uh, how to do a good audition, how to do um, self-testing, how to... Um, uh, we have discussion forums, we organise um, bucket collections on opening nights. Mm. Uh, uh, this is all the process of performers themselves um, building a sense of community. Yeah. Uh, and that's very important and uh, this in is this all, industry. And this is all a part of the comes with a membership fee. So it's all completely free to Absolutely. members. Absolutely. All yeah. of this is completely free to members. That's mm. right. Uh, and, you know, in a sense, uh, you know, we provide, we facilitate the, the the creation of this community. So we've, mm. um, you know, there's a, 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 a recent move we've set up, um, uh, Young and Equity, which is mm. uh, a whole lot of, um, you know, new entrants into the industry straight out of drama school, telling the union what they think equity should look like and how yeah. equity should shape the future of the next generation of entrants into this industry. Uh, uh, so that community building is absolutely core uh, to what we do in a way I think that's, that's you know, that is unique amongst um, other unions and so essential to yeah. um, this type of work. Yeah. Um, yeah, brilliant. And these are, um, how would members find out about these or, or how do how do you find out about them once you become a member? Uh, well, just need to be a member, and then uh, we send out weekly uh, e bulletins. Yeah, uh, we have regular postings. We have uh, we let people know when we've got we've got a number of committees. I've mentioned uh, Young and Equity. We've got a Diversity Committee that's very active. We've got a Parents Committee, Voiceover Committee, Stunt Work Committee. We've got a whole raft of ways that. Uh, performers can be engaged. Yeah, uh, we have at each uh, in each state we've got a local branch that is a um, a, a combination of uh, formally elected uh, uh, performers and also activists and interested people. Um, our whole approach to um, doing the sort of work that we do is about engaging members. So mm. uh, when we have a campaign on, um, you know, last year. Uh, as part of the Free the Arts campaign to uh, um, object to and roll back the significant cuts to uh, the Australia Council. Mm. Um, we uh, engage very actively, both the union and uh, community and arts groups, uh, in a virtual campaign as well as meeting face-to-face -face for community meetings. Uh, so we... Um, we will promote these sort of events that are mm. coming on and... Uh, and um, welcome with open arms um, performers joining in and mm. getting actively involved. And there's as well also the the email that goes out, the bulletin email, which is also fantastic to, to see which things are coming up in a really useful way to um, stay engaged as well. That's right. Which yep. remember. Um, so for actors, and, and I've heard a few horror stories, you know, so far, things going wrong on production sets, um, 
and in theatre or in, in any location um, an actor might be working. Do you, how do you, um, what is the best process if, something's, if something has gone wrong um, or you feel maybe you're being taken advantage of in, in a situation? Do, do you recommend actors to just actually get on the phone to equity if something's happened or go through your agent if you have an agent first? Um, is it that kind of hands-on approach that you guys... It's a very hands-on approach. Yeah. So certainly um, any issues, give us a call. We've mm-hmm. got a, a central number all the way around the country and that um, will easily uh, put you in touch with an organiser. Um, I think, um, uh, you know, a bit of a preventative approach is uh, ideally the best way. I, you know, I, We always encourage um, uh, any cast coming together for the first time. First question should be, um, well... Second question. First question is, is it an equity contract? Second mm. question is, uh, who wants to be the deputy? So um, it's about, because it's such a member-driven organisation, it's about, an, in each instance, uh, having a look, a look around. Sometimes there'll be more experienced actors. Sometimes there'll be um, people who want to put their hand up for the first time. Um, set up a deputy. Any issues, um, uh, you know, that should be worked, should be discussed uh, on the ground. Um, mm. We um, will have a cast meeting um, as a matter of routine or certainly on invitation. Are and you guys pretty much getting equity contracts on most major Aussie TV shows? And yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think... Um, 100% or... Uh, on certainly in uh, television and film, yep. yes. I think there's... Um, uh, you know, there are as we move uh, into a digital landscape, um, mm. there is a fragmenting of um, sort of industrial arrangements, uh, mm. and one of the key things that uh, we're on the brink of finalising at the moment is a new uh, television and digital rights agreement, uh, which will bring some industry uh, certainty to all of the new digital. Um, um, forms of mm. media, so um, subscription, uh, SV, you know, streaming work will now fall within an industry framework in a way. Web productions, uh, which are still unregulated, but will mm. soon fall within an industry framework. Um, well, kind of on that, what what do you say? I mean, a lot of um, so if you've well, if you're an actor at any stage, you know, in your career, there are times when when you don't have work and. Uh, you know, you constantly hear how important it is to put on your own work and get together with friends, write a, a screenplay or put on a, a theatre production. Um, and it seems like there's potential for this kind of grey area of, um, you know, hey, I'm making making this video clip or I'm making um, a short film. And, and, you, and you have actor friends who, you know, you want to get involved. Um, I know this is a pretty loose, open-ended question, but uh, you might know what I'm saying. If, what, what is your kind of suggestion to that? Is, is it about being clear that there's free work and then there's equity work? Or do you believe there is a kind of middle ground where it's okay to, you know, to pay, pay, a, pay a friend a couple of hundred dollars to be a part of your, you know, new short film? Well, isn't this the perennial tricky question mm. that um, that we are confronted with uh, in this industry? Um, performers, can I just go back a step? Because performers um, are, you know, there is something unique, I think, about the nature of this industry which makes it even more important that there is a strong union. And that is that performers are creative people uh, and have so much invested in their craft. I think you'd you know, you look to other sections of the, you know, of, of work and of the labour market and there are very few industries where people would actually 
volunteer so often mm. and keenly to work for nothing because you know because they value the project or they want to you know um, practice their craft or uh, and uh, and this really does mean that because of the nature of this sort of work and because there's so much invested in the uh, in you know in the in what is being created um, it 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 means that there is a, a you know that that actors are vulnerable to being exploited uh, and and there's no single answer to that question um, clearly if a production is making money then um, performers really should be asking themselves about whether it is appropriate to hand over their their work and contribution for nothing. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Um, uh, and you know, I mean, these are these are decisions that um, performers all through the course of their working life will make, and the answer, in some respects, is different mm. for each. But uh, you know, we have seen clear instances over the course just of the last couple of years where where um, major corporations will invite performers to work for the experience or rather to volunteer their time for the experience and that's you know quite crassly that's just pure exploitation mm. uh, and we would ask all equity members to think long and hard before they would put themselves in that situation mm. uh, but no doubt about it there are situations where where um, performers want to gather and make projects of their own yeah. Uh, and you know the whole independent theatre sector in this country. I was just going to say, I think that's the one that jumps to mind. Is I'm thinking of a particular theatre company who I know is really endeavouring to pay their actors um, the equity, the minimum at least. Um, but they're an independent company, um, and I think they do, you know, a significant payment for the independent theatre. Um, but yeah, definitely that grey area where there are they are making some money obviously and they're a fairly successful company um but yeah they can't well, what quite we would reach ask in those mm. situations uh and we have an independent theater and indie theater uh, group a committee of actors and also actors with who are also producers as you the sort of situation you describe where there's a lot of gray area about the types of roles but these are this is a you know this is a very professional, slick productions that are being put on a lot of the time mm. um, that compete with the main stage productions in in terms of quality and production values, uh, and in those instances, you know, we we want to work collabor collaboratively. We want to work together to develop a concrete plan to get us from the point of no pay to the point of. Uh, the standard, the PCA, which is the the industry floor, uh, and we want to, you know, work out. Okay, how do we get there? Mm. So that we this is a, you know, this is a work in motion to get us to a point of a, uh, you know, of uh, of uh, of the industry floor applying across mm. all of independent theatre. So, do you guys ever really take a stand against particular companies? I mean, I don't want to sort of start <laughs> name dropping, but there are companies as well that just across the board, theatre companies that do not pay their actors but are clearly making money on productions, something which I, you know, think is a bit of a... I, I have issue with. Um, but instances like that where you guys do take issue with what's happening, what do you... what can you do and what do you do to, to step in? Is it just about making members aware or do you actually go out and... Well, we've um, you know we have in a number of instances uh, issued uh, bulletins and uh, and notes of advice to all of our members, uh, advising them to exercise caution, mm. 
mm. uh, when dealing with particular companies because we think the um, the conduct of that company is not um, you know is is something that uh, people should be very careful about working with mm. um, and uh, and frankly that is a um, um, that is often a very successful strategy because there is uh, there's a real collegiate element in this industry mm. uh, and um, you know people don't want to be named and shamed uh, and we certainly do it with with corporate gigs uh, where we've found that people are um, you know tardy in payment or not paying mm. uh, and we have a very uh, uh, you know a, a it's a hotline, our members, when they spot a job that should be a paid job and it's not, you know, as promoted as um, doing it for experience, we'll call in. We will make contact straight away with mm. the company. Uh, and um, uh, in, well, my guess would be 85% of the time we have a success rate mm. of either um, withdrawing the job entirely uh, or um, reposting the job with a... Uh, a minimum appropriate fee, uh, and so there are the, you know there will always be the recalcitrants out there, um, but that's a pretty successful strike rate, mm. and that is because uh, because members will say um, actually I don't want to do this is not appropriate that this be an unpaid gig, and they mm. will report it, and uh, uh, and that is a powerful that 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 you know that that shaming exercise is a pretty pretty effective mechanism to yeah, and it's great to have changed. have you here as a middleman because I you know I know from my experience and I've heard other stories it's very yeah it's very awkward I think when you're the actor in a in that position to or in any position of when you are employed to step up and you know come out against something um well, it's such when a precarious just, job. I mean, there's you know mm. you're you're only as good as your next job, and people are uh, 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 there's gaps between work, uh, and so it's a really it's a high risk strategy for um, for any actor to um, uh, to negotiate anything on their own behalf, to say no, to I mean it's a very vulnerable position for individuals to be in, mm. which is why again I return to that point. In this, I think there is something unique about the creative process that makes it so particularly important to mm. have a strong union and for performers to stand together as a collective and use that collective voice rather than just the individual voice. Yeah, and we're seeing a lot of, at the moment. You briefly spoke about before. A lot of cuts and a lot of things you guys are fighting for. Um, how worried is equity about what's going on, and and is there um, is there more actors should be doing to get involved to sort of fight back at the various cuts going the, on all over the place? The cuts are, um, have already and will um, increasingly um, cause real damage in this industry. Um, mm. The arts uh, is an industry that. Um, that needs government investment. Uh, it is not a. It cannot survive on the free market. Um, and uh, and we've got a situation where what are we half a billion dollars worth of cuts from the ABC, which is really now um, cutting into content. Uh, we've got Screen Australia uh, funding, which is the funding body for uh, film and television uh, and um, and and screen projects being cut by thirty five million dollars. Uh, and a you know more than a third of their um, their people redundant flow on consequences in the amount of money that it can be invested in the industry and we've seen just in the last year alone a 23% slump in television production 
uh, in drama television production in this country. Uh, we've seen the cuts to um, the Australia Council, $100 million taken out of their budget. Most, some $80 million or something returned, and that was as a result of a community uh, and union mm. campaign. But still, this last round announced last week of, uh, of, um, uh, of those projects, those organisations uh, that um, for the first time have received no funding and will fold mm. uh, a dark day uh, and you know and uh, these all of these cuts actually um, they they well they have a very real consequence uh, on um, uh, on job and career opportunities for artists and also the cultural life of this country so it's it, it's extremely harmful mm. so is there particular advice you would give to to individual actors I mean obviously when you guys are putting on a um, you know, an event about something obviously to attend and to get involved. Um, but do you think actors should be doing more? Do you think? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, it's you know it's about building an industry here. It's not just mm. about turning up for a job. It's actually about what sort of industry do you want to work and live in. Mm. Uh, and you know, if if you if you care about building a local, authentic. Uh, Australian screen and stage and arts industry, uh, then that is a fragile thing. Hmm. Uh, and its survival depends upon actors and performers standing together and having their voice heard. We need, it's a numbers game, you know, it's not enough for me as a, you know, a union thug, as a union's hmm. a bit on the nose, really, as a, you know, as a union person uh, to, to say to Canberra, uh, please give us some more money. That won't do anything. That won't achieve anything. We actually need, as you know, we need uh, the numbers on the petitions. We need the, when, you know, when we do a, a selfie campaign, we don't just need a couple of hundred people. We don't just need me. We need, you know, we need several thousands of people. Mm. Um, it, there needs to be a clear message that uh, this is a united industry, that performers speak as one voice, uh, and it's only uh, when we are speaking as a united uh, uh, community uh, that we have an impact. And we can have an impact. We have had an, had an mm. impact. We've seen that just in the last couple of years in terms of reversing cuts to Australia Council, in terms of, of stopping the government's proposed complete deregulation of the uh, uh, visa requirements for foreign artists working on stage and screen. Uh, we have had, we can and do have a very significant impact. We hold power well beyond our little boutique nature and that is mm. because performers stand together. Mm. Yeah, it's fantastic, really. Um, just to change gears um, a little bit, we um, an article came out recently, I think it was in The Hollywood Reporter, about um, this idea of paying to play. Um, and it seems like in Australia, and I, I think in LA and around the world, this idea of doing workshops, and in some cases paying a lot of money to do workshops is kind of going wild, really. Um, and actors perhaps spending a lot of money and um you know going through various obviously different levels of employment um so again a bit of a loose question but do you have any any thoughts on that on on perhaps um particular workshops that you've not naming and shaming but saying is there a is there an issue with charging these high amounts for day workshops or for particular workshops or are you an advocate of continuing to 
Uh, well, I would certainly urge anyone to exercise real caution mm. about paying uh, for courses. Um, Australia uh, still provides some uh, limited, nobbled form of uh, of public education, uh, and uh, and uh, so if you, you know everyone should check out actual the the. the the credentials and qualifications of any course that they're mm. doing. Uh, it is um, contrary to the law in a number of states to pay for representation for a joining fee, for example, to an agent. Mm. Uh, it is um, uh, it is contrary to all best practice and, and industry codes to pay to work or to pay for... If you're paying for anything, you've got to be absolutely sure that you are receiving a service uh, in return for that mm. that is of commensurate value. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's not a practice in Australia. I wouldn't want to um, make any comments uh, in general about mm. practices that go on overseas other than, you know, any doubts, feel free to get in touch with us. And, if yeah. uh, and absolutely exercise all due caution uh, and care uh, and find out more before you're handing over any, um, you know, what little earnings actors have. Frankly. Yeah, yeah. And especially when you can get such great courses and talks through you guys. Oh, well, that's right. You know, I mean, yeah. we run skill-based stuff and professional development stuff. And uh, so why would you need to um, pay for another course? Unless it's a, you know, reputable established mm. course, which is a different thing. Yeah. Um, so I guess really just to finish, um, how... If someone listening isn't a member, how do they sign up? How do they get on board? One three hundred six five six. Well, where's the <laughs> number to add? Isn't the that one thing you didn't my write card's down. Not, not in my um, in uh, my pocket. Or the website. Call in. Go to our yeah. website. Um, you know, mia.org. Check us out online. You can join online. Um, we have a, a central number. You can mm -hmm. call in um, and uh, join up. Don't um, don't operate in isolation, both yep. for your sake, uh, because it's a you know it's a it's a bit of a jungle, um, mm. but also for the sake of the industry. We are a stronger industry uh, if people are in the union and we stand united and speak as a single voice for performers. And I would urge um, everyone to come and build the community and and join. Mm. That sounds like a beautiful note to finish it on. Thanks, awesome. Andrew. Thanks so much. And there you have it. That was the fourth episode of Stage Milk Acting Conversations. I hope you got something out of my chat with Zoe. I really enjoyed it. And I think um, at the very least, please jump on to uh, meaa.org and check it out. And if you're not a member, subscribe. Speaking of subscribe, if you did like the podcast today, please subscribe to the podcast and check out our other episodes we have had some great interviews so far and they will continue to come your way every Monday. So thank you. I wish you a great week and we'll see you next Monday. Bye.